Hello, welcome to Let's Talk About It. I hope you guys are having a good start to your week or end of your week, wherever you're at listening. Um, today, I'm back with lovely, lovely co-host, <laughs> the Kit Bender. <laughs> That's the first time a mouth horn has made an appearance on this podcast, I think. So That was perfect, though. That's good. That's good. <laughs> you're great with your mouth. Because uh, so <laughs> so you're I've a musician. <clears throat> Yeah. Yes. Um, someone actually left a review and it was great. It was a very wonderful review. And in it, they were like, Taylor and Kit sound more like friends than co-hosts. Love you guys. Um, that's because we are friends. <laughs> we're, we're actually more friends than we are co-hosts, <laughs> yes. especially because both of us in the last few months have been kind of traveling mm-hmm. all over the place. So yeah. Barely. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we both, you were in Ireland. I was in Ireland. And then I was... All over. All over. Everywhere. Um, and then now we're both back in Seattle, thankfully, because um, I miss you so much. I miss and you And it made too. me so sad to be so far away. And then we got back and it was sunny for a few days, but now that we're here in front of microphones, mm-hmm. it's just gray. Yeah. In the way that Seattle is kind of supposed to be in mm-hmm. October. Yeah. Like what people think of Seattle being, it is. It is that it just became today. That today mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, but like I think it takes a special kind of a person. Like <laughs> we were both sitting here, like, wow, it is a beautiful day. Just looking at the gray <laughs> yes. and like looking at like how muted the colors are. We're like, yeah. it's so beautiful. When the sun doesn't make everything pop, there's this certain. <laughs> yeah, we were <clears throat> we were like waxing poetic about how gray and dreary it is, which yeah. means we are a little bit crazy yeah we're we're a little weird but you know it it takes a special kind of person to like live in seattle and appreciate the the, winters the kind of a delusion that you have to craft Mm -hmm. in order to live here as yes as many years as we intend to live here yes and a few days ago we were out on like a little mini hike because from traveling so much you know you're like stuck in these little airplanes and you're in uncomfortable positions and i was like i need to get out like i mean i'll be honest like readjusting to normal life after being like living out of suitcases and traveling everywhere Mm. for a month straight was very exhausting. And like, I came back like very overwhelmed and you know, our topic for today, we're going to talk about expectations and how to manage that and how to like communicate your needs. But, um, I think another piece to maybe kind of like wrap into today's episode is about like the heaviness like of emotion that you feel after a trip especially one that like is very um emotional yeah and i think we both have had like some emotional moments being back and so i was just like um like i'm doing all these things that i need to do but like i'm just feeling so overwhelmed and exhausted and i was like we need to like go outside it's it was a beautiful day it was was like sunny and um i was like can we go to discovery park and like go for like a mini hike and just like go walk so i need to get out i need to like do something (laughs) it was a different kind of beautiful than it is today Mm -hmm. but yeah transitions are funny especially after uh, going from you know the the kind of place your mind has to be when you're traveling and 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 like you said living in a suitcase Mm -hmm. um, and experiencing new things and meeting new people and creating all these different kind of levels of relationships and you come back to exactly where not exactly where you were but the same Mm -hmm. place you were but in a different mental and emotional space it does take Mm -hmm. a minute it does and get all those grooves back going Totally. And we talked a little bit about that in last week's episode with Olivia and um, we'll talk about it again in probably like the next two episodes. The guests that are going to be on, we're we're also going to kind of talk about travel a little bit there too. So a little bit of a travel theme here. Um, And also I want to make a quick correction to last week's episode. When I was talking with Olivia, we were talking about um, a certain, I think we were talking about zinc to help with depression. And I was wrong on that. As I was in PCC yesterday getting vitamins, um, I saw niacin and I realized, shit, it was niacin, not zinc, that Bill, the guy who started AA, um, was using to help with his depression. So it's high levels of niacin, not zinc, that have been used to like homeopathically treat depression. Niacin, not zinc. That's a good thing to know. 
Yes. And I thought about it as I was in the aisle, I was like, oh my God. And like, I was just like flooded with <laughs> guilt that like, oh my God, I just like, not that I'm like prescribing that, not that I'm saying that's something anyone should do, but I was like, oh, I shared false information. But I did say, I was tentative about it. I was like, I think it was zinc. I think. Well, being able to do an on, uh, on the record mm-hmm. correction. Yes, I on think the record. Is, that's journalistic integrity. So I think we're, yes. we're safe. We're safe. <laughs> All newspapers do it. Say mm-hmm. something wrong. So mm-hmm. I'm... I'm not going to judge you too harshly, but yeah. I'm going to be looking up all the references that you make on this episode <laughs> just to make sure you're not leading people astray. Cause yes. Don't, don't want to do that. Please fact check me. <laughs> Feel free to fact check me, guys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so we went on this hike. Um, it was a little mini hike and uh, it was beautiful. And actually, I think it's... I, I, I enjoy sharing this part. Um, there's like paths that are like, you know, designed for you to like go on. And then there are other ones that are kind of like, you can, but people don't. And there's like that whole... Or maybe shouldn't. Or maybe like there's shouldn't. there's an implied uh, <laughs> not for general wanderings. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, wandering can be great to do. Um, and so we went uh, along these pathways that maybe we weren't supposed to, uh, but we're still very safe mm-hmm. and they were great. And we found these like little apple trees and we're like foraging apples. And the other one, we like came across this cute little pond and came up with a great caption for a photo to contemplate. Contemplate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought ponder was better, but contemplate just, just stuck. <laughs> I mean, I like ponder as well, but like that's so obvious. Uh, pun. Okay. All like, right. oh, I'm going to ponder. But it is, it still is a very great pun. Pontific- pontificate? No, that's to like speak and orate. Yeah, I was like, that doesn't, I don't know what you'd be doing in that photo. Anyway, it was a really cool pond with this very clear level of algae just floating on the mm-hmm. top and the ducks. It was really quite nice. Yes. And <laughs> so, so we, we was were. Was that just a good like, enough picture to paint for mm-hmm. everyone? It was beautiful. But like as we were going down these trails, you know, in these paths, I was just like, oh, you know, sometimes like when you go down the the trail less traveled, you know, you find things that like really speak to you that you wouldn't think you were going to find. And I think it's like a beautiful thing to be open to that. And I think that's something like the same kind of mindset that I had while traveling. Well, because we were on this like really big main path. Mm-hmm. And you were like, we got to get to the side paths. And so we just diverted off, not looking yeah. at directions really, because why mm-hmm. would you do that? Yeah. And we diverted off and stumbled across these two ponds, really, mm-hmm. and then looped all the way back almost exactly to where we started when yep. we were like, we, we, and so we just needed to stay on that one a little further. And we got off onto the mm-hmm. real woods and the real uh, path to the, um, the ocean where we were going. Yeah. But, but the most fun part was when we just like went off yeah. and explored. Yeah, I loved great. it. And while we were doing all this, we were kind of like catching up and um, got on the topic. And this was something I wanted to do an episode on before we, before you had opened up and shared this. And then after it became part of our conversation, I was like, okay, this has came up several times. Yeah. This has got to be an episode. So we're going to talk about expectations. Ugh. expectations and the communication around such things yes and i want to start this off by talking about birthday expectations so that's where this whole thing started with, uh-huh. with it, right birthday mm-hmm. expectations mm-hmm. i called it birthday brain <laughs> when i was talking to my girlfriend i was like uh i think you have birthday brain right now so Birthday brain, birthday expectations. So what what are your expectations for when is appropriate to Mm -hmm. give a birthday wish to someone, either via text or via social media? Mm -hmm. And then what are your expectations for what you like to receive? Yeah, it's a weird thing because I think Facebook, like we were talking about on the hike, uh, created this whole other thing around birthdays that like they are... (laughs) That, that everyone's going to know it's your birthday right. and that you're going to get all these messages from all these people and everyone's going to like tag you in these photos and do all this stuff. And this kind of unrealistic in like everyday life. So for me, unless I explicitly tell someone it's my birthday mm-hmm. or like tomorrow's my birthday or my birthday's on Friday, I really don't expect anything from them. Um, now where we get into even like 
trickier waters is dating and birthdays. But let's not worry in terms about that of friends. For now. Let's just worry <laughs> about that for friends for now. Um, in terms of friends, like I feel like you have to practice forgiveness <laughs> because your expectation, like. I think everyone has this general expectation on your birthday to be mm. showered with love, to be the center of attention, that that you're going to know that every person in your life cares about you so much and it's going to be such a special, special day. And I kind of think that's bullshit. Well, isn't there a part of the human brain that wants that anyway? Like a bride, mm-hmm. her, her day has to be perfect mm-hmm. and the mothers have the Mother's Day and fathers have the Father's Day and we, yep. we think... On our birthday, this is our one day of the year where everything can and or should be about me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. There but is... then then there's also a certain level, uh, layer of downplaying that. <laughs> right? Like, I, <laughs> We're like, you don't really want to tell someone. It's Valentine's Day every day. Don't do anything for me on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. No, you still got to do something for Valentine's yeah. Day, even when they say you don't. Yep. So even the friends that are like, don't, it's, it's, I don't really mind. Don't do anything for me. They, there's still mm-hmm. a buried expectation. Yes. And like you said, it was heightened because Facebook came along and mm-hmm. every time you logged in mm-hmm. and for a while when everyone was using Facebook, the first thing that would pop up for a little while Enough yep. to get it into our brains was here are the all the birthdays today. Mm-hmm. Wish them a happy birthday. Yep. But it, yeah. yeah, puts a it's a weird social expectation. So what about you personally? What do you expect? I mean, personally, from friends, like it's fine if I get a text. It's fine if like I'm thinking it's my most recent birthday. Um, I was recently single. Mm-hmm. Um, my birthday is July 10th. I was recently single, was somewhat talking to someone, but not like just like flirty stuff. And so nothing serious, obviously. Um, and I mean, just a, I, all I got was like a text and I think I got from a call. Person? Yeah. Okay. But like from my friends, um, you know, we like when I, I scheduled like a dinner and invited whoever could come and was really happy about the people that were able to make it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, oh God, some weird shit happened on my birthday this year. Actually, we went out on the boat. Oh, that was the boat. Cause the dinner was the day before your actual birthday, right? Yeah. And then we went out on the boat. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. Some weird things happened, but, um, but is there anyone that like, you were you would maybe be expecting a text message from that you would have been really sad if you didn't get a message from like if it, if you got all the way through the day i mean honestly i still would have really appreciated a text from my ex but i also the place that we were at i wouldn't have expected it yeah that was not a place you should have expected that anyone yeah. else uh no No. The guy that I was like kind of vibing was my maintenance man. (laughs) True story. This is actually a true story. True story. My maintenance man, he's really great. We're friends now. Um, If you want to check out his band, his band is great. Uh, The Good Husbands. Um, And he's super attractive. Um, And yeah, so I was like flirty with him. Um, And yeah, I I still didn't expect anything from him because I was like, we're just friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So have you had a situation where someone expected a birthday wish from you and you didn't give it and it backfired? Kind of recently. And that's where it was like, <laughs> I recently had this birthday experience with someone else. A girlfriend of mine had a birthday experience with someone else and then you told me this other story um yeah so someone that like is very 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 dear to my heart i still don't know when his birthday is because i always think he's a sagittarius because everyone i usually date is a sagittarius (laughs) um but turns out he's a libra (laughs) and uh yeah i had just it was funny i texted him because he was in my dream and so i texted him and was like hey like you just came up in my dream like how are you he was like, oh, like, I'm really good. How are you? And I was like, oh, I'm good. Like, just getting home. And that was like the end of the conversation. And then the next day he texted me and was like, yesterday was my birthday. And I was like, ooh. 
So like the, the, the universe was, was giving you even a little nudge and being like, yeah, you know, he enters your mind, you send him a text, but you just missed yep. the birthday bit. Yep. Okay. And I felt so bad. Um, but you know, we, we had a call and just like caught up and, and, uh, talked it through and everything. And, um, but yeah, there was definitely like, I could sense from him that there was this like expectation that yeah. like. It was his birthday. And I was like, I don't even know what the date is. Like, I, I just got back. Like, it's October. What? I didn't even know it was October. <laughs> but. So why I do mean, you think you, it triggered him? Or like, why do you think that is a trigger? Like what? Well, because everyone wants to feel special on their birthday. Yeah. And, and especially from someone that you believe, and that does, care a lot about you. Right. It carries a different kind of weight. Yeah. So, yeah, that very similar thing happened to me mm-hmm. where I was, I had dinner this, with like, a friend This like ended your friendship though, to some extent. To, well, to some extent. So I had dinner with a friend of mine recently that last year we were really close and we mm-hmm. hung out all the time. Um, and But then she started dating someone and for whatever reason, it just became a thing where it was difficult for her to date him and be friends with me. Yeah. Um, part of that is just, you know, being close friends with a, a straight man is sometimes hard for a, yeah. a another guy to Platonic, to heterosexual, male-female yeah. friendships can be complicated and cause other people to feel very insecure. They can. And apparently it did in this situation, which I didn't really care about. Like I wasn't, and nothing was a big deal to me. But then like in the middle of this kind of catch up dinner, because I haven't really seen her since January and we just, we randomly, we get dinner. She's like, do you want to know why we didn't talk? I'm like, wait, there was a thing? (laughs) Just got all, like got all dramatic all of a sudden. And I'm like, well, yes. Yes. I kind of like grabbed a thing of, Popcorn. I was eating tacos at the time, but I was just like, "This of is going to be were. this is going to be entertaining." Like, wh- wow! You're There's, like, "Wow, what is, went down that I had is, no clue yes, about?" It was it was literally a, a whole lot of things happened that I had no idea happened. Yeah. And she goes, "This is probably petty, but it was you know it, it was kind of the tip of the spear of mm-hmm. a lot of other things that were happening in our relationship." And she goes, "You didn't text me on my birthday," and I was like. Okay, Which also, though, going. I want to like acknowledge that, like, that's awesome that she was able to communicate, like, how that hurt her. Yeah, but also like expectations, assumptions. Yeah, like, yeah. And and then and, and she she gave me this. I thought we were really close. We 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 were spending a lot of time together, and like we had we had been really open with each other about a lot of things. And then I'm on vacation in Mexico with this other guy, and I'm check trying to. And I'm, she was literally like checking her phone to see if I had texted her. Like it, her, it had built up to that level of expectation of this is going to kind of figure out whether he wants to still really be my friend or whether he's just going to like, whether I just need to push him away and stay with this guy. Like it, it became that. Does that, that make sense? It sounds like, more like not treating you like a friend though. Like that feels like on a different level of like. Yes. It was on a different level and that's what she realized and it caused a big fight with him. And then, so that was, that was the Oh my whole, God, I didn't even know that part. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if it like all, got all the way to that level or if it just made her realize that there's a part of her brain that thought, well, maybe it is turning into this level and it, and yeah. which I don't. That maybe we're moving past just being friends and maybe he's like interested maybe, in me. So it would mean even more if he remembered my birthday. Right. Or maybe that's why he doesn't like this guy that I'm yeah. actually seeing. And I was like, no, it's actually because he's treating you like shit. And yeah. I don't have a very high tolerance for people that treat my friends like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a true fact. True fact. <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> you see me just shut down and be like, okay, if you want to. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just started really thinking, I'm like, look, I don't text anyone like on their like really that, that's not an expectation I have on myself mm-hmm. um but it seemed like then that echoed a number of situations that you had where where yeah. where people were using a birthday mm-hmm. as a way to to gauge like how important I am yes. to you mm-hmm. that's birthday brain so that leads to what what well I think birth- first I want to ask like mm. How is someone supposed to know? 
Like, how are you supposed to know in this situation that it was her birthday? Because she had loosely referenced it at the beginning of the month or like that week or... Yeah, could have been. I don't even really know. Like we were barely talking at the time, and so we would have had to. Mm-hmm. She probably said, "I'm going. I'm going to to Mexico for my birthday." Yeah, and then I would have had to go on Facebook to find the exact day. Hmm. But see, so this is the thing that I like to say with expectations: is that you can't like you you can't expect someone to know right. unless you tell them. So, like for me, unless I specifically tell that person my birthday is on Friday, I. I don't expect anything from them. Um, and that's also where it was like, you know, the guy that his recent birthday it was like, I've known him for several years. So like, maybe I should have known, <laughs> but I had travel brain. Um, and you know, was going through like all kinds of, um, packages and stuff and just trying to get like reassituated to being home. And, one of the things I got that I actually want to share about um, is this package from Les Mystere, which are like my favorite bras. And if you're like me, you know how hard it can be to find the perfect bra that looks good, feels comfortable, and most importantly, fits great. And I recently stumbled across Les Mystere and have just been loving using it. So I ordered a bunch and the Design is the most beautiful lingerie that looks so stylish and actually feels amazing. You don't have to sacrifice sexy for fit. You can actually have both. So 50 of you guys get a free Les Mystere cosmetic bag with their purchase. Go to lesmystere.com slash gift, add the bag to your cart, add your other purchases, and then use promo code TAYLOR to knock the price of the bag to zero. That's L-E-M-Y-S-T-E-R-E dot com slash gift and promo code TAYLOR. So I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I have. But anyway, you know, I had gotten uh, back home and was just kind of like, how was I supposed to remember that, you know? And had he communicated like, when I had texted him literally that day and been like, it's going good. Today's my birthday. Then obviously I would have been like, oh my God, happy birthday. (laughs) Yeah, I totally knew that. Yeah, but then he would feel like, oh, if I had to tell her, then it didn't, you know. Yeah, but I think, so a situation that my girlfriend had recently had, you know, I want to get a little into like dating expectation and birthday. Um, And, you know, when someone does know it's your birthday, then what kind of expectation do you have about how they're going to make you feel? And mm-hmm. in this particular instance, um, it was just a text message. It was just a, you know, happy birthday text message, but it was said in like a cute, quirky, funny way. So the friend did get a birthday message. Yes. Um, because it was very, she did a very good job of, of communicating to him, it's going to be my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> this day is going to be my birthday. My birthday is in two days. My birthday is tomorrow. <laughs> so now, it was very clear that it was about to be her birthday. Now, were there any expectations set for what was what she wanted on her? Because didn't he like? Mm-hmm. What did he say about that? Did he say, "Oh, I'll, I'll... he communicated that he's not very good at that kind of stuff. Okay. And so this is where I think like communicating your expectation and asking for what you want becomes super important because you really cannot like expect someone to know what it is that you want without communicating it. Um, Like I just feel like that's kind of, it can really put you in a sticky situation if you are projecting things out onto someone and like having this expectation of them without giving them any kind of like guidelines of what it is that you're looking for because you're setting yourself up to be disappointed. Does it feel though that like we, we give guidelines without knowing it? Like we sometimes think that we are communicating really clearly what it is that we want and then that when that's let down, we have to say, wait, I thought I did that. Yes. And I think that's often because we're trying to beat around the bush with it. Mm-hmm. Like we're trying to subtly be like, oh yeah, like it's going to be my birthday. But you're not like actually like, asking maybe, for what you maybe, want. Maybe a pony would be nice. Just uh... Yeah. Yeah. Like to explicitly say like, yeah, it's going to be my birthday and I would love to like feel really special like because yeah. of you. Like I would love for you to be someone on my birthday that makes me feel really special. And 
then to have that sort of conversation of like, well, how could I make you feel special? Like in what ways would you feel special? You know, like would it feel special if I sent you some flowers or like, you know, especially like if you're in like the early stages of dating someone. Um, But, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And I think oftentimes, oftentimes people are kind of like, well, I shouldn't even have to communicate that. Like you should know. And that's an ego thing, I think. Yeah. Like you got to take that down. There is, I mean... What if, if if I play dad, devil's advocate a little bit and push the dial all the way the other way? Is there a way that a person can go into a birthday and uh, not have any expectation? You're talking about yourself. Well, yes, but also... Mm-hmm. And why do you have no expectations on your birthday kit? <laughs> are we getting into this? Are we getting into my birthday? <laughs> We're going to get into your birthday. We are. Because I guarantee you're not the only one with your birthday. Okay, so this is this is my birthday situation and why it's mm-hmm. put me in a place where I feel like I can't expect anything or shouldn't expect anything, I guess. Is the also kind way. of been conditioned to not expect anything. Yes, so my birthday is on Christmas Day. Holla if you got a Christmas birthday. Holla, holla. Yeah, please do. It, it's <laughs> it. I mean, we need to start a little club. There should be a little club for you guys. I mean, so growing up, I I, I didn't. There really wasn't space for me to have any expectation mm-hmm. uh, because it's a. There was six kids in my family, yeah, and all extras all the time, and it's it's not a. Trying to get, and I'm one of the oldest, so trying to get all the kids happy with all the all the the stuff is just difficult. Yeah, and everyone's um, focused anyway, on the fact that it's Christmas. That it's Christmas, and so everyone would like to say, "Oh, happy birthday slash Merry Christmas." So they often remember my birthday more than they would other people's. Yes, but that was literally as far as most anyone would ever take it. And if they did get me a Christmas present, it was happy birthday slash Merry Christmas. It was always this yeah, included bundled. thing, and it was never anything special. And so. I I learned I don't for for better or for worse to just not expect anything. So I, I'm mm-hmm. not disappointed, but it also means I just don't really care at all. It's just like I mm-hmm. I can't really experience any of the 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 joy of it. And that's where, like on the hike, I was kind of like, "Well, Kit, you, you do care, and like, how do you then? You just have to communicate that. Like, you can't just not hold up. Okay." I'm not going to say that you can't expect anything, but I do think that you should take a second to recognize that there are things that you want and they may not be what you are expecting from someone or assuming, but perhaps a standard of something that you want that I think is totally okay to ask for. Like it's reasonable for you to ask for some special lovin's on your birthday, knowing that your birthday is also Christmas. That, that you want to feel extra cared for on that day. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, but I, I don't think I know. Like to just be like, oh, I don't care. I don't expect anything. No one's going to do anything. So let's not make a thing out of it. And it's just, it's just nothing. That's like, that's well, not what you want. So let me give you, let me give you an example. Of a, of a place where I, I have a very specific place where maybe I could communicate this, but I also just don't. <clears throat> uh, and it's regarding food. If I'm at my parents' house, yes. Um, uh, as most of you know, I'm a, I'm a, a vegetarian, and they've known I've been a vegetarian for years, but I, I always still have to really fend for myself. And there's never really any any um, effort made to 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 make. It's just kind of oh, there's a couple side dishes that, that don't have meat. Um, and then then when I bring all my own food, then I then they it feels like I'm kind of intruding on yeah all that to just come in and be like oh, I'm not going to eat any of your stuff. I'm going to bring all my own. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one very specific place where I, I feel like I, I could I. Sh- should I communicate that and be like, look, let's let's be let's be vegetarian on Christmas? But then I'm like, why do I want anyone to like like just I can do my own thing and no one cares? I think it's totally reasonable to ask for a vegetarian dish, not side dishes. 
but to say, could you include a vegetarian dish for me? Or maybe even taking the extra step to send a recipe and say, hey, would you be able to include this dish for me for Christmas? But then I just feel like a burden. Like I really do. It just, it feels like I can, I can, I can do that and just, you know, take care of myself. And and this is why people fine. don't express their needs. This is why people don't communicate what they want because they feel like they're going to be a burden. Yes. And the truth is you are not. And I also think, again, I mean, going back to this episode that I did with Dean talking about being a burden, expressing your needs, um, asking for help, sharing the things you're struggling with. You're not a burden. It's going to help you to further connect with someone because you're showing up. Like you're speaking your truth. You're not just pushing everything down. And when you just are like, oh, I can just take care of myself, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like that's moving away from people. When you like, when you express your needs to someone, you are opening yourself up. You're being vulnerable, which is a risk, but also you can be met with connection in that way. And that could be a very like connecting thing for you to say, hey, mom, this Christmas, can we please include a vegetarian dish? Like just so that, you know, I can really enjoy it with all of you guys and I don't have to like bring my own stuff and like intrude, you know, say everything that you just said to me. And I I can't imagine her saying anything but like, yeah, of course, hon, or whatever she says to you. Yeah, she calls of course, me, Christopher. She calls me hun. She does not call me Christopher. <laughs> That's what thank, I call you. Thankfully. <laughs> you, you, you talk to me more formally than my mother. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. But I don't think, I, I don't think you'd be met with like some kind of a rejection. And even if you were in the situation, because obviously there's that chance. I think there's still a way for you to to at least walk away saying, well, you know, I, I made it clear. Like I, I expressed that feeling of not feeling like it, there was necessarily thought for me in this situation. And now at least if you do bring your own dish, perhaps you don't feel like you're intruding because now, you know, you put it out there. Does that make sense? Yeah, but it also feels like it. Maybe, maybe the, I like to do the internal work of thinking of of. Um, I can do it myself. Well, of like, why does this trigger me? Like, mm-hmm. why, why, why am I giving this extra thought? And and how can I, like, less how? Like, <laughs> where you're challenging me is you're saying use it as an opportunity to lean into other people, mm-hmm. and what I'm doing is using it as saying I can use it as an opportunity to have less needs and to have less attachment to to we my needs. All have needs, and you have needs, and you should acknowledge them, I and do. then communicate them. Like I don't have to eat though. That's not like a real <laughs> need. I can just start. Well, and we've days. like, oh, what was it? <laughs> This was like literally two nights ago. You were over and we were, we were making dinner. We made the cauliflower vegan pizza. Yeah, that was so good. And that was a great idea on my part, not knowing that it was going to take like four <laughs> hours to make. So we we're like, what should we do? You're like, I got this great cauliflower. I was like, let's make a pizza. <laughs> then I had to go to the store and all this stuff. And it was really good. But <laughs> It was super good, but it took a while. <laughs> it took a while. <laughs> and... We, I was saying, I was like, yeah, we should uh, catch up on Handmaid's Tale because it's a show that you and I watch together. And I've been wanting to watch it and I haven't because I've been waiting for us to get together. You're so sweet. Um, and you don't have the luxury to do that because you don't have Hulu. I don't have Hulu. <laughs> no. Um, so I was like, okay, great. Like we're finally like together. Like it's a night. Like we get to watch it. And I was like, yeah, like let's watch it and we can, um, you know, eat dinner or whatever. And then like... 10 minutes later, maybe it was an hour later. I don't know. But that was like, the, that was like the idea. And then you like made a comment about, would you rather watch something like funnier maybe? Or like, do you want, know, do, you were like, do you want to watch something that's going to be like heavy like that? Oh, yeah, I did. I didn't even give an, I was just like, and I, I think said, you just said like, you want to just go ahead and put that on while this is finishing up. And I was mm-hmm. like, does that seem a little... Heavy. Heavy. Yeah. And I, and I remember I was like, 
kit. Is there something you want to express? I was like, are you asking for something? I was like, would you like to communicate what it and is you're did. actually wanting? And I did. I said, I, I need to laugh right now. I was yeah. in a very deep emotional place and uh, need, just needed to laugh. I needed it to be light. I did not need yeah. to have this window into mm-hmm. a dystopia. And then what was my response when you communicated? I just need to laugh. Can we watch something a little lighter? You said, well, you can pack your bags and leave. <laughs> I'm eating this cauliflower pizza all by myself. I have been waiting for weeks to watch Handmaid's Tale. And if you don't want to watch it with me right now. Handmaids are the highway. <laughs> then you don't get this dinner. <laughs> so I think this is your expectation. It was a little extreme. <laughs> no, you were, so, you were so kind and said, no, just pick whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> and we watched some comedy and it was, it was great. Much needed. So, I, yeah. So sometimes <laughs> when you express your need. Things can turn out for the better because you both can lean towards each other. True. But there is this element of learning to recognize that in someone else because mm-hmm. often it's not that we don't have needs that need to be expressed. It's often that maybe we don't know how to express those needs. Mm-hmm. And I could tell in that setting, you were in the situation, you were trying to express a need yes. but would have felt like a burden. And so you weren't fully saying it, but you were just tiptoeing around it. And I was like, hey, hey, say what you're trying to say. So there's two sides to that. There's first of like learning to say, what is it that I need to say? And then saying it. And then part of it is learning to hear when other people are trying to express something. This was my intention or mm-hmm. try to read, trying to read between the lines a little bit to, to help people like you helped me to help people uh, Mm-hmm. express that, to provide space for people to say what their needs are and mm-hmm. communicate that without judgment. Yeah, so without judgment. Without judgment. It's a very important piece because a lot of the reason why we don't speak up and are vulnerable <laughs> is because of a fear of judgment. Yes, or someone that just simply listens but does not hear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hears your words but isn't trying to hear what you're actually saying with your words. Yeah. And that can be a problem too with, like even if, if I go back to my... <laughs> my Christmas dinner um, mm-hmm. scenario, there are times where I felt like I have communicated that. Like I, it's not that hard. I've been a vegetarian for a really long time mm-hmm. um, where it, it, it would almost feel excessive to just be like, hey, guys. <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just don't want to be that guy. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Is, but is also that like you are that vegetarian guy. I am that vegetarian guy. Like that is and, who you are and, and that is a need that you have. But it feels like I've – I may be wrong in this, but what it feels like sometimes is I'm trying to meet in the middle of that and saying I'm not demanding a lot, but that's not necessarily being met in the middle with me. But the good thing is we did go on vacation. Yes, you did. Um, and it was actually really, really good because that Christmas particular was really, really hard mm-hmm. um, for for our for that. our relationship. Um, and I think a lot of it was just things that were left way too long unspoken. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went on vacation together. We went camping. It was I, I got to ride my motorcycle along the Oregon coast. Which if you ever get to do anything on the Oregon coast, mm-hmm. do it. Especially if you get to ride a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. It was stunning and it was beautiful. And but they were they were very conscious, and I was even more conscious that the whole time we were eating out, we I was I was conscious to look at the menu and see if there was a good vegetarian option, and then just say I don't want to eat here. There's nothing for me to eat, mm-hmm. and then they'd be like, Oh, well, this is a great seafood restaurant, but let's find somewhere else that has something for you. They were receptive. And we, we we were able to then kind of meet in the middle. And I'm glad I got to remember this because I know the, mm-hmm. the birthday Christmas was always a little it's bit of a up. thing. But yeah, well, I don't want to. <laughs> Let's not get into that yet. Uh, but I do feel like then we did we did make a little bit of like we were both conscious to acknowledge constantly that this is if we're going to spend time together, mm-hmm. this is a thing. I'm not. This isn't like a little phase that I'm going through. Yeah. So yeah, we did. Hmm very proud of you <laughs> and i'm curious to see steps. i think that's an important trip to think back to and remember as you go into this christmas see little bits of progress of, of mm-hmm. us learning how to just get on yeah. the same page 
Because again, that's like a small step that starts happening when you do start communicating your needs. Like someone may not fully hear, they may not fully understand, but you're at least opening the door to start down that path. Mm -hmm. You know? I do. It's an important lesson. And, but it, it's also, I'm thankful for people like you that are able to kind of hear when I'm not being direct enough. <laughs> I, was, I was listening to this podcast with this Irish philosopher uh, that, I, that I really, really like. And he was talking about this Irish characteristic that he has sometimes mm, where okay. he goes into a house and like if someone says, do you want, do you want a drink of water? Do you want a cup of tea? He'll always say no at first, even if he wants one. Oh, yeah. I think I ended up talking with someone about this uh, in terms of talking about consent. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, going yeah. back to the Irish philosopher? Well, so, well let, let, let me finish, yes. yeah. finish this because then it'll, what, what you say will make sense. Because he says he'll, he'll always go in and the first time someone asks him if he wants something, he'll say no. And the second time he'll say no, but the third time he'll say yes. Mm-hmm. Like he, he wants to know like they're very genuine with, yes. with their offer and doesn't want to seem like he's so... And see, he has, said he has some friends that'll just be like, he'll come over. Do you want a drink of water? Do you want a drink of water? Do you want a drink of water? <laughs> and just get, get, it all, get through all three really quick because they know he's going to say no at first. Yeah. And then right after that, I went over to your house and you're like, we recorded a podcast, I think. And then you were like, do you want dinner? And I'm like, nope. And you're like, are you sure? It's, it's pretty good. I'm like, well, maybe. And then you're like... We, we have extra. It's okay if you stay. And I was like, okay, fine. And I wanted to the whole time. This is when I was with my parents? Yeah, with your parents. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? I mean, I feel like there were several there was probably, times like that was where probably, I'm like, stay for like, dinner. And you're like, I don't know. I don't and I'm like, kid, just stay. We have extra. Like <laughs> That's the Irish in me. That's just like trying to, I don't yeah. know, too hard. So you brought that around. Yeah. So no. Um, yeah. Someone else I was, we were having a, it was kind of a date, but like, I didn't really want it to be a date, but it, it was a date. But then I was like, I think this is just like a friendly thing. Um, friend zoned him mentally. Mm. Great guy. Did you communicate that? Soon. (laughs) (laughs) We're about to find out Um, when. (laughs) But we, um, we had this conversation about consent and I think it was, I was talking about the podcast. One of my favorite episodes was how we did the one on consent and how one of the biggest things that I've learned like throughout this last relationship is how I can like be a little pushy and like with what I want and getting what I want. And so like just taking someone's uh, response as their consent and not like pushing that. And that was part of the conversation we were having. And then he brought up how he'll always ask at least twice. And he attributed this to like some of his Southern uh, culture because he's like from Texas. And um, he said, you know, people will always say no the first time because they're being polite. But then if you ask a second time, that shows like genuine interest, whatever. So he was like, that was kind of his thing was like, he'll ask twice. And I was like, that's interesting. I mean, when it comes to like sexual things that probably shouldn't apply um but yeah like in, <laughs> when it comes in, to like asking out for dinner mm-hmm, yeah yeah but there were ways where i was like i could see where that works because yeah oftentimes people do want to you know be polite but i think also when you reach a place within yourself where you're very confident and like knowing your needs and being able to communicate them someone will offer you a glass of water and you can say yes i would like that yeah and not feel like, oh, I might be a burden to them if they, as if I say yes, because then they have to get the glass and they have to get the water and then yeah. I'm taking it from them and just accept the offering. And just, I mean, I don't think I go through <laughs> life with this like over anxious thing. I, I'm, I'm generally like not, I don't, I don't think that much of a pushover, but I do, I do notice sometimes those things come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they they come out and that's okay. But I think it's mostly with people that I'm I'm close with, which is which is weird. Because most yeah, if like I just walked into anyone else's house and they were then they like mm-hmm. to ask, I would probably be way more specific to be like, well, yes, mm-hmm. maybe I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, I'm surprised sometimes too that like with me when I'm like, yeah, if you want to watch something funny, yeah, just say that. Like what, like. Yeah, we don't have to watch it. Like, right. or like, what do you want for dinner? Like, what do you prefer? And it's like, yeah, no, just 
tell me what you want to eat and I'll make it. <laughs> That's true. But I do, I do, yeah, I, I need to recognize that too. I don't know. We're, we're just like friend as each other. Yeah. No, you're mostly me now. I'm, I feel like I'm It's the, okay. We've switched. This is what we do. <laughs> but I think in, in big areas of like communicating for what you want, yeah. like especially in dating, I'm realizing um, there are still things I'm figuring out. And so it becomes a lot more difficult to communicate things to people when like you're still figuring out yourself. Yeah. I think that's okay, but I am communicating that I am figuring it out. But we're coming at it from opposite sides because I come from a kind of personality-wise lost in a big family and you come from being an only child mm-hmm. where you're like, that's what I want. Yep. And so you've got to like nuance that in mm-hmm. a way that like, and, and I've got to actually like nuance it as well, mm-hmm. but <laughs> from totally yeah. different places. Mm-hmm. No, that's fun. You're great. You're great too. Love you. Glad you're in my life. It's going to be hard to kick me out if you keep making pizzas like that. <laughs> well, it's going to be hard for you to get away because you can't. <laughs> oh. Why are there people Sorry, coming no, no, in no, behind no, me? No, no, like enthusiastic consent. I want oh. you to be here if you want to be here. Just ask three times. <laughs> Do you want to be here? Do you want to be here? Do you want to be here? Yes. Okay. Yes. There we go. <laughs> um, love that we can joke about this stuff, but also it is not a joke. Just want to throw that out there. Um, But yeah, no, I think like it's really important to like one thing I'll do to figure out like what it is that my needs actually are, like talking with friends about it, journaling, therapy. I think there are a lot of different ways that we can express ourselves to get to the bottom of what it is that we need and that we want to communicate before taking that step to be like, ah, I'm going to word vomit everything and I'm really nervous and I don't know what I'm going to say. So I'm super scared. So I'm just going to suppress it and not say anything at all. Um, I think I think there are several different steps that we can all take to reach that place. Um, and I listed a few. Can you think of others like for you? Oh, now I'm distracted with something else. I want to ask you a question. What about a situation where you want to communicate something to someone, but they are, aren't giving you any space for that at all. You're just asking a question to yourself again. <laughs> Why? What? Not asking. No, I'm asking to you. No, earlier on you asked a question and it was about like the birthday thing. And I was like, kid, this is, this is you. Oh, <laughs> asking I'm like, the question. Well, yes, it's about, it's about, it's about me. Yes. And it's about a, a current a, situation current you're situation. in where there's a need you want to express to someone, but they're not allowing the space for you to communicate that need. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so it's not even about nuancing it. It's about mm-hmm. even having the space at all. Yes. And sometimes that space isn't there. So I think when the space is not there for you to communicate a need to someone, that means that person is not going to be able to meet your need. So not being able to communicate it directly to that person then means we have to find other outlets to process and to um, uh, express that need. And also then finding ways that that in this certain situation and some situations, this need will only be able to be met specifically by a a specific person because Mm -hmm. it's a very specific thing. However, in other situations, I think like there are ways that you can get needs met by other people if that specific person is not able to allow the space for that. Yeah. Finding other outlets for for people that, for for situations where an expectation that you you have isn't being able to be met by the thing that you think should be meeting that expectation. I think for you in your setting, in your situation, um, where like, you know, it's difficult for you because this person is not allowing the space for you to communicate your need. Once you've acknowledged your need, finding ways to express it in yoga, finding ways to express it. Maybe it's a song and that provides you some closure because in, I mean, kind of going back to like our breakup episodes, you can't always handle how someone's going to, uh, handle um, the relationship. And so sometimes you have to kind of find that within yourself on your own and with your support group. Mm -hmm. Um, And so whether it's through, you know, talking it out with friends, even if it's a little bit longer, you know, because that stuff's going to come in waves and that's okay. Um, But, you know, you have yoga, like you have uh, writing, you know. Yeah. And I have been doing that and that's helped a lot. And that's a good, good thing. 
Yeah. And I think like allowing space for that, like you had your bathtub time, like bathtub time is great. I think that like can be a very good place where like you're not on your phone, you're not like distracted by other things. When you, you say can just bathtub time makes it seem like there's a lot of things that could be happening. <laughs> yep. That's where I make my meth is what she's saying. I got a Do little bit of a problem. make meth in a bathtub? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> where did that come from? Oh, the salts maybe? No. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how drugs We're getting work. derailed in all kinds of ways. <laughs> no, the appropriate self-care figuring out how to not mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing for me is figuring out how to not repress any of my reactions to things and yeah. but channel them into into other things but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you're right some people just don't give you a space and we can't we mm-hmm. have to release them of that expectation forgiveness that episode I did did with uh with Olivia forgiveness is super super important and I think is is very connected to this conversation of being able to communicate your needs and yeah. your expectations. Um, and I hope that you guys are able to take away several things from this episode about your needs, communicating them, um, expectations, and of course also forgiveness of all of those things, both within yourself for having like high expectations maybe or for having unrealistic Sorry, not high. Having unrealistic expectations oh. or not having communicated them and assuming something. But I think what's really important to remember is at the end of the day, you just got to say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. And we didn't even really get into how our expectations of other people are so directly linked to the expectations that we have on ourselves. Ding, 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 ding. So... After all of that, blah, 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 any expectation you're holding on and giving to someone else is just mm-hmm. something, it's a way that, it's a way that you can use to look into yourself. And that's important. So but, much wisdom. But not so much that it keeps us from leaning in, into the other person. Notice that it's a reflection of ourselves. I, mm-hmm. I, I like to notice, oh, this is something, something that I can work on in me and not always take that next step and say, oh, this is, and then this is how I communicate that more effectively. Mm-hmm. I sometimes only do halfway, so. Don't do anything half-ass. Do it with your full ass. Do it with my full ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's so wonderful to have you back with me. <laughs> Thanks for coming on this episode with me and talking more about it. We could probably talk about this for like two more hours, but <laughs> well, <laughs> got to wrap it up. We'll do it another time. Yes, we will be back with more wonderful topics and episodes. And you guys can leave us reviews on iTunes and let us know what you're liking about the pod. And you can also send us uh, like topic suggestions of things you want us to talk about um, to ask.letstalkaboutit at gmail.com. And we look forward to chatting with you guys next week. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.